Welcome to the journey of our lives with your host, Wasim Chatty. What's happening, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of my podcast. I am super, super excited to be back and, you know, just really kind of happy to actually be able to record again. I haven't released a podcast, I'd say, probably in about, it's probably been around six weeks now. And, um, you know, it's due to multiple reasons. And a lot of those reasons I actually want to talk about today. But I'd say, you know, the main, the main point of focus today and the main talking point, which is a lot to do with not having posted as well, um, another podcast in the last few weeks, is the issue of complacency, you know, and slipping into that horrible place of being complacent and, you know, actually losing focus. And all of us do this. Every single one of us can slip into this horrible period of complacency and this horrible um, phase of losing focus on what is important to us and what we should be doing compared to what we are doing. So I just want to start off from the just, you know, right from the off, off the bat and just to put it out there. Everyone does this. It happens to all of us, you know, like just because uh, you or I might run some kind of a business or a podcast based on personal growth or personal development doesn't mean that, you know, I am perfect or that anyone else is perfect because I don't believe that anyone is perfect. I, I don't believe in that at all. I'm not a perfect person. No one is perfect, but it is all about continual development and it is all about trying to get better. And one part of continual development and one part of trying to get better is admitting when you have been lacking, you know, so it's having that self-awareness to be able to look at yourself, look at your actions and look at your results and to be able to assess yourself and say, I haven't been good enough. I haven't been consistent enough. Um, I haven't produced enough. And that is because I just haven't been enough. I haven't been doing the things I needed to be doing. So it's a lot about honesty and it's a lot about transparency. Um, and, and being able to have that with yourself, I think, is an extremely important tool as you move throughout life. Because if you are able to do this, then that means you're able to get better at holding yourself accountable. And you're able to get better at assessing yourself more often. You can learn to do it once or twice and you can learn to do it on a continuous basis. So... Yeah, that's where I'm coming from at the beginning. So, look, I think it has been around six weeks since I've posted anything online. And I guess it all started when I had a few things going on in my life. So there was quite a few family commitments going on. And on top of that, there was quite a few extra work commitments that were happening in my working life. And then on top of that, there was also I, I went away for a while and I had a I had a short break, which I used as an opportunity to kind of just recharge my batteries and look at, you know, how I was doing, what I was doing. And, and I think the break part was extremely important because I know I definitely needed it. Um, I'd been feeling pretty low on energy for the last couple of months. And so it was one of those things which I definitely needed and it came at the right time. So I'm super happy to have had that break. It just happened to be at a time where extra family commitments, extra work commitments and all of that in one uh, unfortunately made my content posting and my life coaching side um, of life at the moment suffer. 
and it came with a consequence. So one thing to realize is we all have things going on, okay? And there will always be things going on. And so I guess lesson number one for myself throughout this process of the last month and a half was realizing that because I did go through an early phase of thinking, ah, oh, there's stuff going on now, so I, I can't post and I can't create content and I can't record anything. And I was just thinking just once this stuff is done, once I've looked after all of this, these family commitments, I'll be done. Or once I've looked after all of these work commitments, I'll be done. And that was how I felt at the early stage of the six week period. And then halfway through, as the work commitments didn't decrease and the family commitments only got more, it really started to change my thinking. It was a trigger point to change my thinking, which then went from thinking, oh, once I've done this, then I'll be okay. My thought pattern then changed to things are always going to happen. There's always going to be something on the calendar. There's always going to be things that are happening that's going to take me away from my focus, that's going to take me away from my purpose, that's going to take me away from my reason why. There are always going to be these occurrences in life, you know. So, for example, as long as I am working, there are always going to be phases of my working life which are busier than others. And as long as I am living and uh, fostering good relationships with my family, there are always going to be family commitments and times during the year where family commitments are heavier and more frequent than others. And so realizing that this was always going to be almost a cycle and almost uh, continuous and it would always happen at some point or another, that's what caused me to change my thinking and how I felt about the situation. You know, because I realized that what I was doing is I was actually coming from a victim mindset at the beginning which was more like, oh, this is happening to me. Like, you know, these family commitments are happening, so I don't have time for coaching. These work commitments are happening, so I just don't have time for coaching. But really what I realized halfway through is I was thinking in the wrong way, you know? So, so much of what I have spoken about before and, um, you know, what I have taught before through my videos and my podcast is actually something that I was doing. And again, this is normal. I don't want to post content out there and make anyone think that once you learn something like, uh, coming from a state of abundance that you are always going to have to do it and then if you go against that that's it you you failed and you're just not good enough no we're always going to have different levels at which we operate and so I was operating from levels of super high abundance for the past couple of months and then I had a dip in my performance and I had a dip in my mindset and these things happen for one reason or another so that is normal and I don't want to post content out there making people think that you have to be perfect and you have to be 100, 100% of the time. Because what I've realized is sometimes it's just not feasible in life. It's not going to happen that way. You're not always going to be 100. So once I was able to realize that I was performing at a lower level, that I was operating from levels that were below my mindset, my maturity, and my way of thinking, I had to catch myself, you know, so I realized that my focus had lost, um, my dedication had slipped, and I was again operating as a victim and saying that other things were stopping me from doing what mattered, 
when really and truly, if we're being honest and we're being transparent, the only thing that was stopping me from doing what I knew I had to be doing was myself. And that's the honest, that's the honest answer to it. You know, the only thing stopping us is ourselves. The only thing that ever stops us from doing what we want to do is not someone else, is not a life situation, it's not, you know, uh, some other kind of circumstance. Really and truly, the majority of the time, the thing that's stopping us from achieving what we want to achieve or doing what we want to do is ourselves. And so I guess the first important part of this podcast is the fact that we are in control and our strongest power that we have is the power of decision making okay if we had superpowers as humans then our superpowers would be decision making so i was making decisions that were disempowering myself i was making decisions that i didn't have enough time to create content and post i was making decisions to internalize these thoughts as life is too much right now, work is too much right now, family is too much right now, I've been away on holiday so you know I just need to take an extra week or two to get back into the swing of things. Everything was something else or someone else's fault and honestly <laughs> it, it just doesn't work like that you know. I honestly hate it when I see other people talking about how everything is someone else's fault and I realized that even though I wasn't projecting this onto other people I wasn't going around telling people oh yeah I haven't posted because of xyz or I haven't done this because of you know life I didn't do that but I was I was saying it to myself I was trying to justify it to myself and I was saying Nassim don't worry you haven't posted because life is too much at the moment or don't worry you haven't you know stuck uh, to these meetings that you had uh, because you know, work is too much at the moment, or don't worry, you haven't, you know, carried on any kind of coaching content because you've just got too much going on. I, I was doing all of that and saying all of that, not to other people, but to myself. And I guess in many cases, that's, that could even be worse, um, because it's only, <laughs> it's only me um, here, like on the inside of my head when I'm talking to myself and trying to justify myself. It's almost like I'm talking to the emotional side of my brain and telling the emotional side of my brain, to believe the words that I'm saying and to feel some kind of uh, empathy and sympathy like hey please just understand Wasim that you've been under too much stress lately you've been working too much and that's you know that's not true and also talking to the emotional side of my brain is our emotions are a lot more powerful than our logical side of the brain so it's a lot easier to fall susceptible to emotional talk and emotional uh, I guess chat so, yeah, I was talking to the emotional side of my brain and I, I was making decisions based on emotions, which left me in a situation where I, I just went, you know, com I just disappeared completely from social media for a while and I just went off track. So, yeah, that, number one, decision making, you know. Number two, I guess the thing that saved me in these past few weeks or month and a half to get me back on track was having self-awareness and having um, having the ability to step back from the situation 
that I was in and assess myself. So self-awareness is something that you really have to work on and you really, again, it's another superpower, I think. I think self-awareness is just another one of our human powers that needs work on, that needs training on, and you need to develop it because I could have been stuck in that six-week rut for six months if I didn't have a decent amount of self-awareness, which has taken me time to develop. You know, it's easy to not have self-awareness and it's easy to fall into the emotional reaction and chain of things and just fall victim to that victim mindset of life where everything else is everyone else's fault. And then because you emotionally feel down, you just allow yourself to continue to feel low and you allow yourself to continue on negative thought patterns and negative habits. But once you learn about self-awareness and once you learn that self-awareness is a way of giving yourself a different perspective and evaluating yourself and being the more mature side of yourself and almost talking to yourself and saying, hey, look at what you're doing. You know, just have some kind of perspective over where you're going right now. Once you have that, it's very difficult to continue negative thought patterns and behavioral patterns because your self-awareness does kick in from time to time and that little voice in your head will pop up and say well you've got self-awareness now so you can either choose to use me or you can choose to abuse me what are you going to do and I'm not going to lie there were a couple of times during the month and a half of not posting and not being active where I chose to turn the self-awareness off but (laughs) that in itself is me being aware that I have self-awareness and I'm choosing not to use it. I'm choosing to be blind. So, yeah, it's a very, very dangerous state of mind to be able to just turn the self-awareness off. I think we all do it and I think we all fall victim to that. And I think that we all at some point then realize that there's a certain point to which we are victims and then there's a certain point where it's like, okay, you've turned this self-awareness mode off too many times, you know what you're doing, you're making things worse for yourself, this is completely on you now, and o- like only you can save yourself. So if you want to get out of this rut and you want to get back on track for your reason why, for your purpose, for the things that you know you need to be doing, then it's going to be tough, but you're the only one that can do it. So unfortunately, it's all on you. And that's what I went through. It was really difficult. Um, it was difficult turning the self-awareness off because I knew I was doing it, you know. I knew that even though I had so many things going on at work, I knew that when I went home and I was thinking about coaching, I would physically try and distract myself, physically try and, like, give myself reasons to not think about coaching. And that's super scary and dangerous that, you know, we as humans can do that. But I think it's really important that we have this open, honest discussion that we do it we do these kinds of things we are aware of ourselves so much of the time and we actually manage to you know just sabotage ourselves sometimes and that's what I was doing now I wasn't going down a route of like you know self-destruction or like anything like that like the the truth of it all and the transparency of it all was I was getting complacent you know But the thought patterns that were allowing me to become complacent were self-destructive thought patterns. And so I find these extremely important and I find it something that should be treated as such. So 
The second part, I guess, to all of this is having self-awareness and having the willingness and the strength to turn it on and keep it on. And, you know, what kept it on for me or what, what made me decide to keep it on when, you know, I realized that I was turning it off. I guess it was actually just having some time alone, some time alone to myself. Because I realized that over the past six weeks, I have been just with people 24-7. I've been busy with family. I've been busy at work. I've been, you know, away on holiday. And the holiday, the holiday was actually great. The holiday was something that I definitely needed. But it just made me realize that I didn't allow any time for myself. And that was very important because even though you can be with yourself in your thoughts throughout the day, you're still surrounded by people. So what I really needed and what my body and what my soul was calling out for was some alone time away from everyone just so I could actually physically feel myself and just to, I guess, spiritually assess myself and also assess my goals as well and assess my performance over the past few weeks. And that time alone was of incredible importance because that time alone allowed me to realize that I have been turning my self-awareness off. That's what I was doing. It allowed me to say and look at myself and say, Wasim, you have had several uh, periods of self-awareness where you've quickly turned them off because you've been with people and because you've been busy with all of these things going on in your life. And so you chose to turn the self-awareness off. But this time alone made me realize this self-awareness is here. It's one of the most amazing tools I have ever, ever discovered and developed in my life. This self-awareness is going to allow me to pave my way to the life that I want, to the success that I want. And I know that this is something that I can teach other people as well. But also it's important that the message gets out there to people that it is normal, normal to go through peaks and troughs of self-awareness and consistency. And so this is what I wanted to get out there today. I wanted to tell everyone about the journey that I'd been on over the past six weeks. I wanted everyone to know that whoever suffers with these peaks and troughs, whoever flows in and out of this kind of state of focus, it's normal. It's okay. The most important part here is the ability to get yourself back on track. So for me, getting myself back on track was having the alone time that I so desperately needed to talk to myself to write things down, like um, a to-do list, a set of goals, which I did. And this has allowed me to get back on track. And it's actually allowed me to become so productive, even within the last 12 hours, uh, which is incredible. So it's really, really helped having the self-awareness and having this time alone. So I would encourage any of you, any of you that's listening to this podcast right now, if you are in a position where you are lacking focus, consistency, where you've slipped into complacency, where you know that you should be doing something else far more important, but you're not. Have some time alone to write down your goals. Have some time alone to actually take stock of where you are and where you want to be and write down how you are going to get there. This is vital if you want to get back on track because you will fall off track now and again. It's normal and it's okay. But the important part is you have the tools and the awareness to get yourself back on track. 
Now, the last part I want to talk about in today's podcast is I think the last part which I really, really uh, am thankful for and appreciative of, which is a big reason as to why I was able to get back on track, is the people that are around me. Yeah, this is really what made things so much easier for me to get back on track. And it was having good people around me who are also on a mission. It's having great people around me who were also chasing their reason whys, who were also on, um, you know, following their purpose, who were also goal driven. And this makes it so much easier because remember what they say. They always say that you are the five people that you surround yourself with. And so I constantly do my best to surround myself with people that are, I would say, on a path that I admire, that I respect, and that I would also like to follow. I try to surround myself with people that have similar work ethic to me, if not better, or in positions that I want to be in, and I stick around them, and I listen to them, and I follow them. I also stick around people who are good for me, people who are able to help me nourish myself just because of the way that they nourish themselves or because of the way that they look at life. People who are positive, people who live from abundance, you know, people who are genuinely honest and transparent with themselves and with others. And this makes it so much easier to then reflect on yourself when you are lacking and think, no, I have motivation here. I have motivation by the other people that are around me. I need to follow these guys. So much easier to pick yourself back up when when you're surrounded by good people. Now, look, just before we come to the end of this podcast, I do want to acknowledge that not everyone is fortunate enough at this stage to be surrounded by people who are good for them. Not everyone is even at the stage where they've acknowledged that they are with people who are not good for them. That's a whole different topic, but you know, I'd say one thing that you do need to take stock of is who you surround yourself with, who your friends are, and who you're listening to, who you're being influenced by. And you know, these people, wherever they're going, if you're constantly around them, you're probably going too. And I think that's a really good way to look at things. So look, if you're not around good people, if you're not around people that are going places, if you're not around people who are, uh, I guess, at a really good stage of maturity or who are doing really good things for themselves and for others who are just making you get better, then of course, this might be for several reasons. It might be just because you know there are good people there, but you prefer to hang out with others, in which case I really suggest that you look at who you're hanging out with. But it also might be because you just don't know people like that. You just don't know people who have that personal development, who have that maybe those kind of leadership qualities in them. And if you don't, it's okay. But I would say commit to finding those kind of people. Okay, The world is an open book, an open page for all of us now to find and connect with people all over the universe, really, that we, you know, that we have common grounds with. And you can do this online on social media. You can join Facebook groups, uh, which are to do with leadership or personal development. You can join Facebook groups, which are to do with any of the things in which you're interested with. You can do this on Instagram. You can do this on all social media platforms. If you prefer to meet people face to face, there are millions of clubs out there which have to do what you are interested with. It's just about you creating the willingness and the desire to take action and to go and join these clubs and to go out and find these people and connect with these people so you can have that circle around you that will make you better as well. And then once you develop on yourself, you'll be able to give back to these people. 
And that's the most incredible thing. It's the giving back. So if you don't know people right now who you know are good for you, find them. Commit to finding them in clubs. Commit to finding them online. Like I said, the world is an open page for all of us now. And if all else fails and you just simply can't find anyone, which, by the way, I highly doubt, but if you can't, look, there is also YouTube. And you can YouTube people who speak the same language that you do. And when I talk about language, I mean like the language of life, right? They, they speak the same mentality that you that you speak and you think. YouTube these people. For a long time before I knew people that were on the same leadership and personal development journey that I am on right now, that's exactly what I was doing. I was YouTubing people like Tony Robbins. I was YouTubing people like um, uh, Gary Vee. I was... YouTubing all different kinds of people. Jeremy Haynes is a great um, digital marketer, but who's also on on like a course of, of leadership and development right now. Like all of these kinds of people, I was YouTubing them and just listening to them. You know, people like Simon Sinek, who speak the kind of language that I really believe in. It really resonates with me. I was just YouTubing them and listening to them and reading every single thing that they would have published. I've read their books. You know, I've bought their books and I was filling my life and basically my soul with their teachings because they were the people that resonated with me and I didn't know anyone like that and now I'm at a stage where I'm fortunate enough to be able to be surrounded with a good few people who are like these people that I used to YouTube these mentors is what I call them and now that I'm surrounded by these people it's great because I'm also now speaking a language which I'm able to give back to others people like yourselves who are listening to this and people I meet every single day so if you don't know anyone, YouTube these people, have them as your mentors and trust me, believe and trust in the process. You will get to a stage where you have that self-awareness. You'll get to the stage where you are able to take stock of yourself. You'll get to the stage where you're able to then be surrounded by people who are really, really good for you, who can help you get out of any kind of dip that you're currently facing, any kind of trough that you're in right now. OK, so. I hope that today's message has resonated with a lot of you. I know that it's something I really badly wanted to get off of my chest. I'm really happy that I have gotten off my chest and I look forward to posting more content. I look forward to being able to share more of these messages with you and more of these personal messages as well about what's been going on in my life and also the trials and tribulations I face so that hopefully it can resonate with a few of you. And if it does, if you feel like today's message has resonated with you, if you feel like you know exactly what I'm talking about, then get back in touch with me. You know, we can speak about this on social media or, you know, if you want to meet face to face, anything like that, just get in touch with me and I'll be more than happy to talk this stuff with you. So, yeah, thank you very much for listening, guys. I hope that everyone's doing well and I can't wait to keep on posting and I can't wait to see you in the very next podcast. So thank you very much for listening and I'll see you guys soon. Thanks for tuning in to the journey of our lives. For more success coaching content, search Wasim Chatty on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram.